Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Compared to me. So basically what I wanted to chat to you about is because, so the podcast is like all about sex, shame, dating, all of that. And so me and Des started it because we were over in America and he had experienced that in Ireland. And then I over here, everybody was so open, but you came to uh, Ireland 10 years ago, is it? Yeah, more now. So 20, 2002, I came here for the first time, but then we moved back. Sandy, Miss Sanders from Dublin. We moved back to, we met Australia. She was backpacking, moved back to, then we moved back to Australia after a year in Ireland. So we lived in Australia for a year, maybe a bit more, and then back to Ireland, then London for five years and then back. So maybe nearly 18 years in Ireland. So I'm nearly an adult in my Irish self is nearly an adult. Yeah, you're nearly, you're sure. When I left Ireland, I was 24. So in a few more years, you'll be in Ireland longer than I was. And full on. And it sounds like it. I'm really picked up the accent. <laughs> Wait, so you're you're you met your missus in Australia just backpacking. So how long were you to, like together before you made the move over here? Like, well, I was lucky. She was only in town. Like, I met her at the airport. I was just waiting for hot people to come through the arrival. <laughs> um, she had a year visa, you know, like the holiday visa, and then like the J one. Yeah. That he'd get for America, but I don't know what they call the one for Australia, uh, A1 or J2 or something. But <laughs> she, and I met her like she was only in, in Australia a month at that time. So I got a full 11 months to get to know her before uh, she moved back to Ireland. I'm like, you're not going anywhere. I'm coming. Oh, <laughs> That's like this. a threat. But no, it was, it was like, but it was, it was one of those instant things when I saw her. And I, I, I was, I'd like to assume when she saw me, but I think I was more of a grower. <laughs> but it was like, it was one in the morning and it was in a nightclub. So, you know, you, you know, you can't hear the romantic, you can't hear the carpenters come on, why do birds over the <laughs> But wait, so you just saw her in the nightclub and you are like, yeah, I'm going to date this girl. Well, I was working in the bar. It was a sweet job, right? Because I, I just moved to Melbourne because I'm from Perth, I grew up in Perth. I was born in Adelaide, grew up in Perth. So I'm a bit of what they, you hear in Australia, a flame and mongrel because I was bloody all over the shop. But then moved to Melbourne to do stand-up because that's where the biggest comedy festival in uh, Australia is, Melbourne uh, Comedy Festival. And then, so I moved there, started on the open spot again. So my 
the nightclub I worked in was open from 5 p.m. till 5 a.m. and it only got busy at midnight because it was seedy as, as in St Kilda and all the, when everyone got kicked out, they ended up in this nightclub, the Sunset Strip. So I got a job there because they did comedy there on a Wednesday. So I did a set there, told about how I just got fired from my new job. And they went, is that true? And I went, yeah. And they go, do you want to work here? And I went, darn right. And then like a few months later, so I would work, I'd do gigs there on a Wednesday and then work behind the bar and then until like five, six in the morning. And then I'd do other open spots in other places and then start work after my Saturday midnight. So when I'm finished, it was ideal for just open spots because that's when you're wide awake, you're pumped. You don't mind working after you've done a set because you want to think about it, where you went wrong and all that. <laughs> But I wasn't even a cool bar person. I had a white bucket. I, I worked behind the bar and then I was demoted because I just kept drinking. <laughs> I just kept drinking it. So I was like, they were like, he's not allowed behind the bar anymore, but you take this white bucket, like a plastic one, and just collect, you know, uh, glasses and empty ashtrays and vomit up, like, mop up vomit and glass. So I was emptying her ashtray and uh, I hadn't seen, I was just grabbing the ashtray, emptying it into the bucket and she pinched me on the ass. Bingo! Oh wow! And there you go. Couldn't believe my luck. Wow! And so she pinched pinched you on the arse, and then you were like, "This is great." And if roles were reversed, totally different situation. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Register. <laughs> um, and then what happened then? You you said Do you want to go out sometime, or did you just smooch or what? And then I said, um, I just kept walking past, going, uh, "Do you want to?" I was at, I was up to my old tricks, but at this time I was stealing drink for her instead of myself. Yeah. I was like, what are you drinking? And uh, I was just giving a free drink all night. So, of course, bloody, she's a backpacker. Like, what's better than free drink from yeah. some stranger? And then, then she disappeared. Like, I did another, I had to mop up some more spew in the toilet. And then I came back out and she was gone. I was like, oh, but I got her name though. I remember Sandra. I was like, Sandra, brilliant. So, in Australia, obviously, if you hear Sandra, you just go, well, Sandy, I'm not calling you your real name because we'll get your name and just ruin it. So, and then the next night, she came in and it was just, no, she's back. Brilliant. And I went up and I was like, ah, oh, Sandra. And she was, uh, she was like, hey, you remember my name and all that. And then we danced. <laughs> this is what I was supposed to be working. <laughs> like just drank and were dancing and they, they were gave me a warning. And then the next night I was in there just drinking because I got like half price or whatever. <laughs> and, then, uh, and she came back in again. And that, so third night, then that's when we pashed. Or, pashed? You know, What's that mean? Pashed is... I guess that's our word for the shift. Oh, I thought it was like banging because pash sounds like. Yeah, pash. it does actually, but it's just just a kiss pack. Did you pash her? Did you pash? Wow. Did you get a pash? I think it's short for passionate embrace. No, passionate <laughs> kiss, maybe. I'd like it, probably not. To get a pash. And root is our all the way. Do you get a root? That's that's sex. You're right. Yeah, that's a ride. Root. Wow. You get a root? Did you root her? That's weird. Your words are weird. <laughs> yeah, it's filthy. And dirty, because it, it sounds like root is in the ground, it's dirty. So, and that, that was, it, we've got a, we've got our, uh, our first kiss is, uh, like, we got a, our friend goes, kiss, kiss, and, we were, and I was like, brilliant. And she took a photo of it with an old click windy. Oh, um, my God. I've got it, actually, it's here. Oh, I love this. This is so romantic. Oh, can't wait to fall in love. Can't wait to pash. But, our first, our first kiss, our first pash. Oh my God! You look about twelve. How old are you yeah. there? Yeah, oh, I was twenty-two, and, oh and Sandy God. was Sandy was twenty. You guys were so young, and you've been together for how long? Have you been together? 
since then. So that's 2001. So like 20 years. 20, 20 years this year. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. That's amazing. This is like a proper, like, and you're obviously monogamous and all that. Yeah. This is like, uh, this is so rare. This is great. Not that it's rare. I'm sure there's loads of people. Uh, like, yeah, yeah. But um, I think, I think to cheat, to cheat, it's just so much work. I'm just not that. Well, I can't even. Deleting things and looking at, no. But obviously if someone better came along, of course, but no <laughs> one has come close to saying <laughs> um well, I mean, because so usually we have a lot of guests where it's like talking about struggling to find love or to date long term. And, you know, a lot of a lot of the comedians are based in, here in New York or even in the city in Dublin. And um, so and there's been a few have been in long term healthy relationships. But this is like the longest, I think, that we've oh, maybe actually Mike Cannon. He, he's he had a long. But um, that's great. It's such a lovely story. I love it. I'm so happy for you guys. Oh, uh, thanks. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm bloody delighted because. If if I was single now with all the online stuff, it's a nightmare. No minefield. No, I would. So um, I hope you don't mind me saying, but just judging from your latest tweets, there was a douchebag in your life just recently. <laughs> um. Oh. So which one? No. Well, um, there was a lovely guy in my life just recently. Actually, who's really nice. We only had a few dates. Um. There, and we we he doesn't want anything even more than casual he's just very he was um he, he we were talking every day for like a month and stuff but um he's just out of a long-term serious relationship so and I'd like to date to eventually potentially end up in a relationship I don't know if it's going to be the person I'm dating at the time but I don't I don't want to do like super casual if that makes sense yeah that's a tricky situation isn't it yeah so he's lovely and we stayed friends but the other I've had a couple of other kind of like um weird experiences yes for sure definitely like I've spoken about it on the podcast a lot already but I've definitely um seemed to attract either a bit mental or emotionally unavailable or like sad kind of but I just I think because there's it's not that there's like a lot of bad men in New York or anything like that I just think that it's a very multiple dating scene there's so much choice you know you could get on an app and there's like millions of people on it so it's easier yeah. to maybe meet more kind of Netflix is it's like when you're trying to pick a tv show you know you might watch five minutes of one show I'm not sure my five minutes of another do you know what I mean yeah there used to be just there just used to be one channel and then two channels and then three and you're like that's that's why our grandparents were together forever I know there's no I app I can't wait. I honestly can't wait to be a wife. It sounds lovely. I want to, um, it's hard actually. Maybe we've, we've spoken about this on the podcast, but when to, I've had girls talk about it and when to say to someone that you're not looking to date for fun, you're looking to date to meet someone. But like my dad was like, oh, I would never say that. I would just see what happens and how it turns out. But he doesn't realize that guys over here are dating like five women at once. So it's kind of... How, what do you think as a man do you would you be freaked out if a girl said after a few dates like hey i'm looking to date to meet someone not really looking for casual or would you be like that's great i appreciate it no i don't want that or yes i do want that yeah but is that all based around sex though uh the ones that want to date more more than one person because surely surely from the offset you have a fair idea if you want to see this person long term or not or you just like their bump yeah, you I know? don't know. I don't know. It's very, I like. I had a guy like last year. I've t- spoken about it on the podcast, but we were seeing each other for three months. It was exclusive, 
but he was very anti-relationship and he would see me like four or five times a week he met my friends three times he'd been to a show but then he'd be like oh people in relationships are gross and I'm like dude that's what we are doing so I ended up ending it because I was like this is very confusing that's messing with that, that messes with anyone's head yeah you want to be with me all the time but you hate relationships but that's what this is man For even, having a, even having a friend is a relationship yeah you know? but he was just you know he's just whatever he was like a dj so you know oh djs forget it man you know, he obviously thought he was gonna be, make it big one day and have like loads of vaginas you know so so he's waiting for that yeah yeah so yeah and then it's hard as a female comedian like um so the, the last guy that i went on a few dates with he's fab and he was when i got off stage he goes you're amazing and i was like oh thank you but it made me realize how much guys are usually like neggy with that stuff um and he's and even since we've been friends and he met, sent me a message recently being like oh you know it was so great I got to see a show that time like I was so impressed and then I had this other guy who's been asking me out a lot um and he's like fine and I, I he kind of he's kind of been trying to bully me into a date a bit but he came to a show and when I got off he was like oh you got the best reaction you were so funny and I was like yeah okay and then later on my friend had gone up after me this guy Danish who's amazing and he did great as well and then later on, he goes, oh, Danish made me cry. And then in front of my friends, he goes, you were funny, but you didn't make me cry. And I was like, what was the point in that? That doesn't make any sense. And then he was started asking me about my podcast. And he goes, I just don't understand how you have so many listeners. And I was like, what, what is there to not understand? He goes, but did you just get all your friends to listen? And did they tell their friends? And I was like, oh, thousands of friends. Yeah, I didn't want to be like, no, it's because Des Bishop was famous, but because I was like kind of pissed off. But I was just like, no, it's just a good podcast and people like it. That's how. But he was just very um, demeaning of it. And then when I said that, I was like, that's so weird that you would like diminish what I do. And he was like, oh, you've been in America too long. You're, you're oversensitized. And I was like, oh, because it's easier to call me sensitive than you're being a bit of a cunt. Yeah, he, he was like, <laughs> but um, and I was like, I don't want to date this guy. But it's just like so frustrating because it's like, OK, the first guy who's been very complimentary, he doesn't, you know, he's not looking for anything serious, but all the rest of them who want to date me are like kind of neggy with it. I'm like, why? Just, just be like, even if you don't think it's great, say it's great. Yeah. Or even if people get frustrated, you know, when uh, say someone, so any popular, anybody is doing well, but they don't understand why all these people like it. Yeah. I'm not saying that might be your case, but like <laughs> they, then they don't like, then they, they'll, They'll not like the artist and slag off the artist. You know, like, oh, Ed Sheeran. And yeah. you go on, and you go on, like, just so people like him and he's a great musician. Just leave him alone. As soon as someone gets. So to take that as a compliment because you wouldn't have to be nagged if you weren't doing well. Yeah, I know. And I just know I'm very like confident and I say what I want and stuff. And, and I'm definitely picking the wrong men or the wrong men are choosing me because they don't actually like, they like me but then they don't like that element or I guess maybe they would want to be the funny ones. I don't fucking know. It doesn't make any sense to me. That's weird. Um, that yeah. Is, like, I don't, yeah, I don't get that. Like I, I, uh, I would love it if, um, Sandy was in the limelight or the, or was richer than me, obviously, because <laughs> I'm a comedian, you bring in the bacon. Um, or, you know, I, I don't say if you like someone, like if you like them, then you want them to be, it's not a competition in yeah. any way, in any aspect. Of your oh, life. yeah, yeah. Because actually with this guy too, I was doing something where he could interact with it, but he started to comment on it, jokes about his um, 
I was doing it with, I don't know if you know my friend Serena, she's a comedian as well, or an entertainer. I guess she doesn't really do comedy anymore, but she was based in Dublin for a while. And she, she would, he, he was just like trying to write jokes on it. And he was like writing jokes about his ex-wife. And I was like, this guy is asking me out whilst also writing jokes about his ex-wife on my Insta live. And I was like, this is very odd, very this is like he was like oh my crazy ex-wife and i'm like oh this is too much it's too much um so but anyway yeah do you find with dating is this now i'm only basing this on the dating the reality dating shows that i've seen but do you find that uh blokes that you've dated talk too much to try and impress you yeah um i think as well I watch this clip from the, I watch all these like uh, relationship experts, these guys, and I find it really interesting. But so what I found, and I've said this on the podcast, is that a lot of the first dates I go on is the guys will talk about like really serious, scary, emotional problems, you know, or like (laughs) really traumatic childhoods or like an ex who cheated or like some bad shit they went through. And I only until I met the British guy, he's the first guy we only had like three or four dates but I laughed my head off each time we didn't there was no talking about traumas there was no issues life is good it was just fun he asked questions he remembered stuff you know like and I was like oh normal person this is the way it should be I I've just been going on every date has been like um but the the relationship expert said that it's kind of like a way to force a connection so a lot of like maybe like narcissist men or like fuckboy men will like be like oh I'm like dark and mysterious because then you're like oh my god let me help oh my god this is so interesting and you feel sorry for them so it forces a bit of a connection but it was nice like you know it obviously didn't work out with the British guy but it was nice to be like oh this is the way it should be and, and then as well I, I'm you know doing working nights so I'm probably I've, anybody who as a woman who's working nights are probably meeting a different style of men anyway it's kind yeah, of like, DJs say. yeah so <laughs> whereas this guy DJs, was like yeah. he had like a nine to five job he's just living his life um that's probably it's the hours we keep definitely because i just was like because i was like it's getting a bit embarrassing at this stage because like how many times can i say to my friends but they also say to me is where i will like they'll go on a bunch of dates like my Irish girlfriends and they'll just if they see a red flag they'll be like see you later but I'm like I just love you know uh, affection and kissing and 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 you know getting to know someone and having good sex that I probably ignore a lot of red flags and just keep going and see what happens and then later I'm like oh actually that was like I, I don't probably judge people enough does that make sense yeah you, you 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 could be oh we'll give them a chance maybe uh yeah. this will be or maybe we'll fall you know some you know some people are growers yeah because like, like I, with like the... I imagine i was like i was yeah you know? well no yeah well i'm also always very attracted to them for the most part but i also um it's like when i do eventually end it i'm like yeah they kind of they revealed themselves on the first date and i ignored it you know there was a guy once who said he had commitment issues and i was like eh, we'll see and then he did um right. yeah. <laughs> and yeah and you know and i have dated some nice guys it's just weren't, we haven't been compatible but also some like one guy who said he didn't believe in outer space and i was like jesus Christ. Hang on. what the outer space you can see with your naked eyes he said it's a conspiracy theory he sent me like youtube videos i was like what the fuck is oh, then he must be correct if it's on youtube yeah no he called him a documentary i was like oh god and then i laughed because i thought it was funny and he was like i was on the phone to him and i was like i can't believe i, mean, I was laughing and he was like 
hey, I don't laugh at your beliefs. And I was like, yeah, because I believe in fucking space, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> like, yeah, there it is. Look, look up. What do you oh, think yeah. that is? Oh, yeah, like, you, know when, uh, you know, the, uh, the flat earthers, oh, I love these guys. Um, you know, they go, yeah, man, the, uh, the, the photos from the moon of the earth are all, uh, you know, they're all CG, the CG or whatever, they're photoshopped and all that. And you go on, yeah, but every picture of the flat earth is flat yeah, it's like, also like, who cares? Why do you care? Just like, what? Does that make a difference between you going to a shop and buying a bagel? No, no, who gives a ball? I mean, if tomorrow I found out aliens are real, I'd be like, whatever. Or yeah. if they were like, I haven't met any nice ones yet. I haven't met any mean ones. It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, it's fine. Like, if the fact that you're like, in my house and like, <laughs> and like emptied the fridge, I'd be like, these aliens, there's got to be something done about them. They're real cool. What doesn't happen, man? <laughs> Like the only the only thing we need to worry about if the say if there's out of space or not if there's if the world is whatever shape is if we're gonna fall off it or not we, I don't think we're gonna fall we haven't fallen off yet I we're know. trying you know Mr Tesla so Elon's trying to get out of here instead of fix this planet and he can't he's fucking rich so like it's all just it's all nuts and people will just believe anything I think. It was Jim, what would these people believe if there was no internet? <laughs> They'd probably be writing this stuff down and making amazing novels, but instead of <laughs> going down YouTube rabbit holes, they just need a hobby. Make up a story, write yeah. it down. Go play tennis. Like this Wait, guy, th- this guy, the listeners know him as Boris, so they're probably like gonna roll their eyes because, like, I remember when Des was like, he was like literally on the podcast being like, she, she needs to stop dating this guy. But before <laughs> I stopped dating this? him. Yeah, before I stopped dating him, he we were in Jersey looking across at Manhattan and he goes, look at all those sheep. And I was like, what? And he goes, just going to work nine to five, never questioning the world. And I was like, oh, I'm a sheep. So because I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, and then recently he joined. Oh, he joined Clubhouse. I had him blocked on everything because he was like a very he, he he turned out to be very like um mental afterwards which was like not a surprise he got very like angry that I ended it um and I blocked him and everything but he joined clubhouse and I know this because you get a notification when any phone number and I had I have his phone number blocked but it's in my phone and so clubhouse is this new app it's like an audio based app right so I clicked onto it because I wanted to go block him because I don't want him like even though it's been years it's been like two fucking years but I'm still like ugh, I don't even want him to remember I exist but his picture on it was his face but his eyes were 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 gold uh, stars like burned star like how do I explain it like it was like like as if they were glowing gold it was so fucking creepy I was like oh my god this guy's crazy <laughs> but I blocked him anyway so it's all good Good on you. see you later Boris go join your clubhouse <laughs> yeah 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 he's probably starting some conspiracy clubs in there Ugh. i don't even know about that <laughs> it, yeah it's it. it's a terrible i i mean if it's a good app and a lot of people have done well off it but i just can't deal with another social media i can't even i don't want to have to figure it out i was drunk last night i went on it i don't know what i said and i'm like embarrassed um, so i'm like have you, have you been on dates recently with people you met in person without the old app no um everybody has been on the app so even even that person who kind of nagged me a little with my comedy, that weird comment. A um, like it was a prick. Right, yeah. He also did another thing which was really weird, but I I, I told him I wouldn't talk about it on the podcast. Um I will, <laughs> I, will, I, will in a few, I will in a few months when there's a good distance between it. Um I said I was what did he plus time equals comedy? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like um, I'm like, I'll give him enough space from it, but um I and I don't think he's like, a, I just think he's just, uh, anyway, um, he, 
he found me through clubhouse so he messaged me from that via my instagram um so like but every other guy has been on one actually from instagram too as well actually there's been a few from social media who've messaged me and I've been like, yeah, we'll see. I've done a phone call or I've went out with them. And then um, the last guys that I've really liked, the DJ actually was from Hinge, which is like, I don't know if you guys have Hinge there, but it's like like boom, like a dating app. And then um, the British guy was from Hinge. And then a guy before that who I dated for five months, who's lovely, was from Hinge as well. So you know yeah. what Hinge was. And I said, I'm, I I always find out stuff. This is why I'm getting dumber by the day because <laughs> everything I found out was me talking to the audience while I was on stage. Yeah. So I'd go, where'd you two, where'd you two meet? Blah, blah, blah. And they'll go, Hinge. I'd go, what the hell, what the hell is that? <laughs> uh, are you a carpenter? Like, no, it's an app. I go, what do you mean? It's an, a dating app. And I went, what does that mean? You swing both ways or something weird? <laughs> and they were like, no, it's just another. So I don't even know what it looks like. So does that mean you're on tinder bumble hinge clubhouse no so, well clubhouse is that is more like a audio instagram so it's just another oh. social media but um you, you hear people and then pick them no it's not for dating at all it's for comment it's for like podcasty it's a I'll, i can't even explain it it's new it'll come to ireland soon and you guys will all have your head melted because it's another fucking thing to figure oh, out yeah, no, no thank you yeah so it's just like a new tiktoky thing but just audio based but um no the dating apps i'm only on hinge because it says it's like a relationship um app. Oh, cool. yeah so i like would like uh but yeah i met dj off that and he's like i hate relationships I'm like what the fuck you on hinge i met the british guy and he was like i don't you know i'm like you know very very cash and i'm like the fuck you on this app for get off this app get on tinder yeah good on that british dude like oh, i i asked her out the question thing because from when i was watching dating shows it's always the guy was talking a lot and i was like just don't you want to find out about you know you want to find out as much as you can about this person like surely that's are you interested and then if they ask you something then obviously they're interested then you can why talk unless they've asked you because then you're just wasting your breath why waste it i'm lazy man i don't want to talk if no one wants to listen so ask them a question like here's a good example right i was uh i was a wingman recently like well, this was a couple of years ago but recently when you could go out and so he i was just talking to her friend while he like they had organized i think it was from tinder they were meeting and i was just out drinking because the gig had finished <laughs> so i was just there and uh he's like oh can you just talk to you know i want to get to know these girls like sweet um, and I just said, oh, yeah, where are you from? You know, classic. And then I, I knew something about where she was from a little bit. So I was asking about that. And then I asked her something else, da, 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 and she was talking loads and we were having a laugh. And then she goes, she said this, right? She goes, you're a good chat to me. You're a good chat. And I was like, I haven't said anything. I've just asked questions. I was like, this is, I reckon I would kill it in the dating scene because I just interviewed, but just, I just, because then she, we, were, we were having a laugh at what she was saying, which is what I wanted. I didn't want to have to do anything. So, <laughs> so it was, and it was, it, uh, oh, so since then I'm watching these first dates and all that, just going, ask them a question, man. Just then you don't have to, then you can eat your food Ugh. sitting there. I then can't wait. I can't wait to be a wife. I'm so fed up of it. I'm so sick. Even I have a date organized now in, a, in uh, this weekend and I'm like, Oh, I probably cancel it to be honest. I don't think I can go out and deal with another. Well, I told him we have to do a phone call first. That's my new trick because I did a phone call with the British lad and he was the crack. And I don't regret the the, the all the time he spent there. Talk first and get a connection, then meet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm. That's just a like, great idea. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was actually, 
yeah it was actually des said this to me two years ago and i was like no fuck that but then with the pandemic and um yeah. I did I did a phone call yeah the British guy did a phone call with him and we were literally having the crack on the phone we chatted for an hour and then we voice messaged from for five hours after that so I was like ah here we'll be grand we'll have good crack even if we don't have like a sexual chemistry um <laughs> yeah 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 we could be we could just be buddies like we could be siblings <laughs> that's what we are now we're like best mates now it's so annoying because I actually am attracted to him um but you know that's the way the way it is it's like you can't if someone's not in the right place that's fine yeah but it's weird I I think tell me if you think uh you agree with this or not especially going into going into relationship or just people have uh, uh, their mindset already and like the guys that you've mentioned already is proof like the guys I'm not into relationships or i'm not into commitment or to, you know people just make their rule that that's mm. they've made that out of nowhere they might have had one or two things that happened to them and they're like right that's me but just like you know when this happens all the time you watch love Island and all this always in, what's your type yeah what's your type just like i don't know yet i haven't met them i know i what, said that what, what, what is type or you're easy going or yeah, what if you meet someone who's not easy going but you really get on yeah stop making rules for yourself I agree with you so much because even like with the British lad, he said to me on our first date, he was like, what's your type? And I was like, I don't know. I've dated anybody from anywhere. <laughs> like my dad actually said to me one day, he was like, what are you going to date next? Fucking someone from Alaska. Like he was like, you've literally dated every country. I've like no type. I've even, I just, I just think it's like, for me, it's personality. And then it always changes. I'm like, oh, I like this. I like this. I, I'm I kind of just like everything. Is that weird? I feel like I'm pretty no, I think you bang on because this was one of the best things someone said about me ever. And it was, uh, it was probably about 25 years ago, but it was when I started sort of dating. So, so as I said, I met Sandra when it was, when I was 22. So I had like five years of just abysmal fucking trying to meet someone. But, um, and I was never a relationship. Obviously I never labeled anything and I wasn't looking for a relationship. I wasn't looking for anything, but obviously when I met Sandy, I was like, yes, now, now I want a relationship because I found this person. But before that I was just didn't, you just want to, you just, you just want to meet people, or whatever. But my mate, my gay mate, said to me, he goes, um, he goes, you don't have a type, do you? Because every, because like everyone that I'd sort of what I had fancied were completely different. And I was like, oh yeah, I guess. Uh, but it's that's why I was sort of bringing up the app thing because back you know twenty odd years ago, it was you met everyone in person, so you get a connection in the in the eyes or the the, the smile. You know, you just get something that you I want to know a bit more about this person. So at least over the phone, you can get a bit of something. You can get something. But no, I agree photo, with you. it's really hard to tell, you know? So hard. Because even I found with the British guy, the reason why I swiped on him is because he said looking for someone with family values. So I was like, oh, he he's probably looking for a relationship. But he's actually much or better. Or banging your sisters as well. I hope not. They're all very young. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would be against the law. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But, no, but, uh, no, that, that's family but that's a good thing to have on a profile family values yeah so i thought oh he'd probably be looking to like meet someone no i couldn't have been more wrong but that's fine but uh, or you know he's just saying that and he's just not into me which is fine too um but uh he was much better looking in real life and um i was like much more attracted to him in real life than his photo and his like it, it's also like things like height too. Like I've met guys who are like five foot eight who are in real life I've been attracted to. But if I see that on there, I automatically go, geez, that's very short. But why do I do? I, I have to go to myself, Katie, don't be heightest and still swipe on them. But I, I think, think about that's it. one of the biggest things that, that men get. It's probably the only thing really is, is the height <laughs> thing, isn't it? 
Yeah, apps. they get the height, and we, we get a, a we, oh, I think yeah. we get more. Yeah, oh yeah, you, like women get judged on everything, and men just get the height. So like, men are, <laughs> but yeah, totally. Yeah. Like what's your advice though? Do you think because we've had like two episodes where this conversation has come up, so I definitely don't want to talk about it too much. But it'd be interesting to get a man's perspective of for women who okay, women in uh, Dublin or New York or in their thirties and kind of looking to to date someone. Is that okay to say that on their first date to be like, I'm looking, I'm not really dating for fun, but I'm hoping to meet someone. Don't know if it's going to be you, but like, just so you know, like that they're looking for a relationship. But I just think, I think, I think, I think you should definitely say that. <gasps> that's so good to hear. Okay. Because, good. If, because if, if they're just looking to ride around and leave, you're wasting the time. They're gonna, yes. probably going to hurt you. You know, unless you have a great night and you want a one night stand and then that's yeah. everything. But otherwise, if you just, everyone just, everyone just wants transparency and honesty. Like everyone just wants honesty, isn't it? Yeah, and I will say like, so with me and the British guy, the topic came up kind of of, because we were texting every day for a month, then we'd had three or four, I can't, I think three dates. Oh, but it feels like four, I think, because we had such a long phone call one of the days. Um, but we would text every day and then it was coming to the weekend and I was like, oh, can we, um, can we like, are we hanging out this weekend? And he was like, oh, look, I'm a last minute type of guy. I'll text you day off. And I was like, well, I have to plan my weekend. So if we're, you know, if I'm dating someone, like I want to see them at least once a week and I want a bit of no- notice because we had done very like go with the flow before. And then he was like, oh, we need to talk about what our vibe is. And I was like, okay, let's have a chat about it. And he was like, what are you kind of like looking for? And then I was like, oh, I'm like looking to date somebody. And if I don't, I want to get in relationship at some stage, like that'll take a while. But if I don't date them at least once a week, I won't know if they're compatible. And then he yeah. was like, oh yeah, I'm like so far away from relationship. Um, and he, he was like, I don't like multiple dating. I was, I've only been talking to you. Cause that's, I feel like that's more UK Irish vibe anyway, but yeah. he was basically just like, um, God, yeah, I got out of a serious relationship from back home and I want to just like have my alone time right now. I'm really not ready for anything. I'm not even ready to commit to one date a week. And, and he was very nice, Betty. He was like, I'm really glad we're having this chat though. Don't feel like you've pressured me or anything. Um, I'm like, I'm, I'm a mature person, but it's made me realize that I don't want to waste your time and I don't want to like go too far and then not be ready and stuff. So it, it was like, I think it was good. Cause we could have been kind of fucking sleeping together for another two months. And I would have been like, Oh, wish I had brought it up. Yeah, because now I'm 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 thinking one direction and they're thinking the other direction, and then they're like, they're like "Oh, this is so much fun." Yeah, but if you know that from if, if every relationship, if you know what the other person is, where their mind is at at that time, then you know. But what I also think is maybe people think about that too much, because mm-hmm. if you if you really like this person, no matter what, you're going to change. You know, if they say I'm oh, I'm into relationship, I'm not into relationship. You just if you really like me, like I'm sticking around to find out. You know. Yeah, that's why I think I we. So if, if, if it's if it's really easy to say goodbye to someone, say goodbye to them. Yeah, it's like, so the, hard. The heartbreak is so painful. Yeah, and it's, it's hard. So painful. It's 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 physical. It's physically pain. You know, you're bent over when your heart is broken. You're bent over like when. That's when I knew when when Sandy was like, "I'm leaving. I'm gone." Like it's it's crippling for, for until you see them again. And so unless you have that, you're bloody wasting your time. <laughs> no, that's good. So like, yeah. So that's good to hear from a man's perspective that it's not terrifying to hear that conversation. But also, I don't know if I'm like clingy or sad. like this. This is sad. This probably says this is before like this is this is my this this will give you an idea of my dating sort of okay. 
when I was 16 or 17, there was a girl in, like, I think it was my last year of like, high school, secondary school, and uh, Tamara, a really nice girl, Tamara, she like, uh, brown hair, brown eyes, big brown hair, like, you know how your hair is all heaps long, it was like that, big, like, <laughs> big brown hair, and uh, and it was like the 90s, so that was, it was like, fr like, frizz was cool, I guess, but, um, so anyway, it was like, it was time and place back in the day before phones in your pocket. Time and place, right? I'll meet you at this cinema in Fremantle. Uh, at this time, we'll see this movie. Brilliant. So I show up at the spot. I'm at the right time, right place. Bang. You know, there's there was an unwritten 30-minute rule. You wait around for 30 minutes. And there's no, you can't scroll on your phone. It's just you in the world. It's like looking around, you know, waiting. Oh, like, you know, what, you know, what are we going to talk about? What are we going to, I'm going to get, I'll get the popcorn. I'll get the, you know, I'll get, you know. Um, 30 minutes, everyone's going into the movie. I'm like, she'll be here any minute. 60 minutes, the movie started. I'm like, oh, well, I'm not going in and see the movie by myself. She could be here late going, you know, this is buses, you know, she don't, we didn't drive, we didn't have cars. An hour and a half, two hours, I'm still sitting there, I'm still there, just going, oh, she could like, something might have happened, like what if there was a thing, you just don't know. Two hours, right? People start coming out of cinema. <laughs> I'm still there. Oh no! And I'm like, so oh, I guess, I guess that's it. Like, uh, I guess not. So I, I stood up and, uh, and that was that. And and then on Monday, um, she was real. She was the opposite of me. She was real quiet. She was always in the library, and I was fucking all over the place. I was like, always running around being a bloody maniac, um, but not a cool maniac, like an idiot, um, jumping off balconies. You know, the kid that just wanted attention for. for didn't figure out why. Anyway, so I really liked her because she was real quiet and that. But um, too quiet. And then I was like, I went to the library. She was there on Monday. And I was like, are you all right? What happened? She was like, oh, my cousins came around and I couldn't ring you. You know, like I was going to ring the cinema, but, you know, she didn't. And uh, She didn't. <laughs> she was going to ring the cinema. Like this is, the, you know, and like, is there a dude outside in a Sonic the Hedgehog baseball cap? Um. <laughs> But like I've thought of that recently, right? And I was thinking that's really sad, right? But that's probably the most romantic thing that it's anyone's ever done. <laughs> Just right. I'm not like I'm okay. She's probably married now, really happily, met the love of her life and kids. But even her husband wouldn't have wait, stood there with no phone, no nothing for two hours waiting for this person. That just doesn't happen. So it's Wait. sort of sad and romantic at the same time. She didn't like she didn't give a shit about me, but just say. That's something like in a movie. That's like, you know, the script drove that song from Ireland, like the man that can't be moved, standing on a corner, some dude just waiting. And everyone's like romantic going on. And I heard that song going, that was fucking me for a fucking a day in Fremantle. And I was just a sad loser. But this guy sings it and he's a bloody romantic bastard. But at that, at, like, but I was very mature. Like my idea, like, because girls, you know, I found girls that were like teenagers, early 20s at the time, didn't want someone their age or at least didn't want someone who acted their age like, and I was I was like, Tom Hanks out of big, like I was six foot one and gangly in that, but I was still like twelve. I still my date would be I'd take him to movie. I love I love movie. I still do movies, arcade, um, McDonald's maybe, maybe not McDonald like you know maybe not McDonald's now, but um, it depends how drunk we were. But um, and like that, so women didn't want that. They wanted to do with a car. And, you know, like a Datsun that was orange with a green door, fucking, you know, all that sort of shit. So I, I had like no one, I was just always, 
I got stood up so many times. People oh. were like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then I was just there, just going, what is wrong? I don't even have a mobile phone. I don't even know where they are. They don't even, they don't even exist. <laughs> yeah, so it so, shows that you definitely were, like, looking for a relationship. That's what you wanted. Yeah, like, I wasn't just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to, I'm gonna like, have sex with this girl at the back of the cinema. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. So you were delighted then when you met Sandra? Oh, yeah, man, totally. But, wait, then, so but you only know that looking back. Yes. Like I did I did want to meet some, like what you said, I, I, I wouldn't have been smart enough to say that then, but I would have been, like, if I ended up with, say, one of the girls that I was dating, that would have been what I wanted to have done at that time. Like, I didn't want to, I don't want to buy someone popcorn if I'm not going to spend the rest of my life with them. Why would I waste my money on that? Right. That's what I always think as well. If a guy doesn't spend his money on me and I'm like, oh, he's not invested. Because I just know me. <laughs> if I'm spending my money on something, it's because I really like it. Um, so if they don't spend their money on me, I'm like, oh, no, they don't fancy me. But can I ask you just as well, because I put out the question about kids and you two, you have kids. How many kids do you have? No, we've only got one kid and he's four. He just turned four. So you had nearly 16 years together before you had a oh, kid. Oh, mate, we had just had the crack. Oh, I love that. so long. Like, we still do, but, you know, we have to get a babysitter and whatever. But it was it was really good. But, like, thinking of it now, like, if we had if we had a kid when, when we first met, we would have an adult child and we'd be done. Yeah. But we did it the other way around. I like well, that. I like that you did like, that. Your bodies can handle complete drink constantly. You know, you know, when you're in your twenties and drinking's your thing. Alcohol does not leave your system for for fucking maybe your twenties and thirties, man. Like there was no way. Like people go twenty years is a long time to be together. Yeah, but we were calculating the other day. We've probably only been sober together maybe <laughs> five and a half years collectively. So That's it's still so quite funny. a new relationship. We're still getting to know each other. <laughs> We're still trying to piece together the 20s. Like, do you remember when that happened? We find photos and we're like, where the fuck is that? Where were we? What were we doing? So, oh my God, uh, I love this. You're like best mates. This is, you know what? I love that so much. I want to be with someone who's like my best mate. Like when I was, I said to the British guy when we ended everything, blah, blah. And I was like, I just want to ask you now, is there anything that I'm doing that's kind of putting off not wanting a relationship vibe? I, I, you know, and I started thinking maybe my breath smells, you know, <laughs> and he was like, you just seem like such a mate. You're so easy to just hang with and comfortable and be friends with. And like, it, it was easy from the, the, the second, like, it's just mad mate vibes. And I'm like, isn't that what someone would want though? Isn't that what you want out of your partner yeah. to be like their mate? Yeah. 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 yeah, of course. I married my best friend. You know, you want to hear that? So I guess it's just. So it's like, oh, you just didn't like my face. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So tell me it's bad. Just, just for me, tell me it's bad breath. Just tell me it's yeah. bad. Breath. Yeah. Like, no, good, on for, good on you for asking. So have you done? Because I, uh, I did this when I was like the five years I was sort of on the dating scene. Um, but did you? Would you do what other like these uh, guys are doing the first date? Would you go? Okay, just three things you have to know. My three weak points are: I might be this. I don't no. know, you know any of that? No. Yeah. You let I... them find out. Yeah, find yeah, out. yeah. No, 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 no. I'm fucking like, you know, I'm like perfect for the first few months. I'm not oh. like, yeah, I think it should be. It should be just fun and crack. And, um, you know, I think, you know, I'm trying to think. No, but not serious. Like mine were, for instance, I was oh. like, just so you know, if the Simpsons are on, I, I probably I won't. Oh, I, I thought you meant like, like, like. Emotional. 
Yeah, no, I didn't know what that was. So I was like, no. In the mornings, in the mornings, don't talk. Like, you know, you won't oh, get yeah. it. Before 12, it's not really registering what's going on. Yeah. When, and when The Simpsons are on, I'm, I'm, I'll just be listening to that or watching it, you know. They're just stuff like, like just heads ups. Yeah, no, no. Mine is more just my comedy. I try to make sure that any guy who's dating me um, gets to see maybe my Instagram or a show with like my sex jokes so that they're comfortable with it. <laughs> and you, you did glance over and like, look, oh, did he like my anal joke? Is that- well, yeah, because, well, and my, my stuff isn't like, I don't think it would ever be considered filthy, but I do have jokes about past partners that I've all asked for, like, I have a joke about ending it with a DJ and he knows about it. And I asked for permission. Um, and I always ask for permission when I'm dating someone to anyway, tweet about yeah, them. Yeah, 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 yeah. But so with like, what I'll do is like, even when the British guy was coming to a show, I was like, oh, I'm going to do like my uh not clean set like i have a clean set but i'm gonna do my not clean set you might as well see it now uh, but he was grand but like he says he was grounded it but i'm always worried when my content scare off a potential partner because you know I, I talk about sex education a lot um i do videos about sex education i talk about i make jokes in my in you know tweets that are you know that can that are not very like typical ladylike you know i have that joke about you know what did i say that the only lie I tell men is when they're like, oh, you get so wet for me. I'm like, yeah, it's you. But like, you know, so like they're going to see that. And I'm in my, but that's just Irish shame and guilt. I think, I don't know. I hope it won't scare off a future partner. And they'll be okay with what I do. But now nah, if they like you, they won't care. Yeah. They'll know you're being genuine in the moment when you're there. You yeah. Know? Cause even with the British guy, I called him to ask him, could I talk about him on my Patreon? Cause I do like really personal s podcast episodes on it and he was like yeah, yeah he was like just once you only call me the british guy and you don't you know you don't say my job or where i live or there's no he was like you can talk about what you want so i always ask for permission and he was like let me listen will ya and i was like no <laughs> i was yeah, like yeah. no you don't need to you unless you, you lift my it patreon then no <laughs> yeah no i'm not i don't want you, you you've lived it you don't need to rehear how our you know what we did um you were there you don't need to watch the documentary or listen to it you know? yeah, yeah yeah you were you were yeah um and well I, oh yeah so i wanted to ask you so you you waited a long time to have kids i think that's great advice for people because that's me i i would like to have a kid if i don't it's fine i think i have like a pretty good life but if i meet a partner and they want one yeah fuck it i'll do it once they know that i'm still gonna do comedy at night and we've had like a bunch of time together you know that's why i yep. love to meet someone now because i'm like fuck i want i want to have a kid like at 38 or 39 that's only eight nine years i want to travel with my partner i want to like have the crack yeah, true. oh yeah because it's not it's it's like having a kid obviously is brilliant but it's not the crack it's different fun you know but you don't you don't and regret it you don't regret it right <laughs> no 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 not like no it's um it's the best thing the best thing going but obviously if we had him too soon we'd be like you know and didn't know each other you'd be finding out because who you are as a parent is not who you are as a non-parent so you're fine you'd be you'd say if you just had a kid with someone you'd be finding out not the real them is the new person becoming a parent them and did you find it affected your relationship no we like i was res- like there's respect now <laughs> and we're more of a like there's a team aspect to it yeah. So it's like, um, I don't know if you've seen uh, Monsters uh, Inc., like Monsters University, you know, where Sully and, and Mike Wazowski, anyway, like they're, re- they're trying to study 
And at first, they're just, you know, they can't do it. And then by the end of it, he's like throwing the book over his head and he's catching it. And they're, they're like, they, they're in sync. So now we're, you know, now we're, it's like doing anything. Now we're like, okay, you, you dishes, you this, get him dressed. <laughs> and then just, we're just more exhausted all the time. So you just have to, but the problem with, because having the crack, I don't know, like no other word sums up the crack. It's fun, it's drinking, it's throwing caution to the wind. It's like that is top priority is just having fun and music and it's like that, that sort of stops because you can't just disappear. You can't just end up at some random dude's house at four in the morning because you're going, oh, we've got a kid, buddy, you know. So that for the next 10 years or so, that'll just be, it'll be controlled crack and drink, you know. Controlled it, crack. I love that. Okay. Yeah, because like yesterday, Yesterday we had you know good few drink. We started drinking at like lunchtime or whatever, and uh, and being drunk with your kids is brilliant. But you just can't be that. You can't be. You can be fun, but you can't be too fun. You know what I mean? <laughs> you don't want to scar. You don't know you've scarred them until it's too late. Until twenty or thirty years later, when you're dishing out money for a therapist, so you just have to. You just have to sort of weigh it up. Be like, what? When they see, when this kid sees two staggering, slurring parents, like how far can we go without being, without getting registered in some sort of social services situation? So it's, uh, it's, it's great, but you find other fun, like, you know, nature and going out, like, there's more of a balance, to be honest. It's, we needed it. Like, this kid has saved our lives, you know. Oh, we're not, I we're love not that. young anymore. So now we're, now it's like, we, we, do everything in moderation, which I think balance, isn't it? Mr. Miyagi from Karate Kid, balance yeah. the life. And we've got that now. So we have we have the times where you just go nuts, drink and do everything. And then there's other times where school day and then doing up the house and then going to nature and then reading and then a movie and then like just balance, you know, good food, bad food, mostly good, you know. But then we have to we have to eat better. We can't just survive on kebabs and frozen pizza anymore because this kid has to he has to grow. <laughs> so I it's all this so like everything that you've ignored forever. Yeah. You're, you're it's just it's a just a grown up. You're, we're finally sort of becoming grown ups. And this is a really personal question, so you don't have to ask it. But did it affect uh, did it affect your sex life after having a kid? Oh yeah, but it's the sex is better, but just spaced out. Oh, you know, okay. they say like before it would have been, um, I don't know, more drunken and you wouldn't remember much. But now it's an now it's a big, we'll be like, we've got this day off, he's away, it's, we're having a day of it. Great. Instead of just sex here, sex this, you know, so you try and it's you try and have the same amount, but instead of like peppered through the year, just like piles of pepper. <laughs> this is great though you're like you're you're both obviously good communicators and you're like okay you you both want to work make things um make things happen instead of like just kind of I, I was we had a sex therapist on but her books talked about like the sex lives of parents and how sometimes they can just forget to have sex because they're so tired being parents and that there's no spontaneous spontaneous sex anymore and that they really miss that but she was like you just have to schedule it in you just have to do that yeah like the the want the want for it doesn't go away like it increases it more i mean we can have the spontaneous like bits and pieces but you can't have the the full bloody 
And she was, your wife wasn't traumatized after, I'm afraid to have a baby and it like bursts out of my vagina. I'm going to be like traumatized. Like, I was, I was, uh, uh, I was like front row and, you know, you can't forget that image. Oh and it's, it's just like, he, this is, okay, just a tiny tangent, but like, you know how it's like men are fucking idiots and, and, and don't even like, they just thought that it's only been until like our lifetime, as far as I know, that the husbands and the fathers were allowed to go in. Yeah, it is. And before they were out smoke, like our parents, maybe the grandparents, not nah, smoking cigars or whatever out They were, they weren't, they weren't. So how can, like, how can they know what happened? Like that's, that's where we've all come from. Like, how can you not miss that? And then, if I think if any if every man saw that they'd respect that person till the day they die, you know what yeah. I mean? Instead of just like, oh, they go into this room that they're made to have kids, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, so well, I'm, yeah, and you're made to fucking jizz once, you're a fucking maniac. Like, yeah. that's nothing. It's enjoy it's enjoyment for you. It's not it's not enjoyment at all. For it's, I'm it's terrified. Becoming, I'm a, really... becoming a human Pez dispenser is not. <laughs> human pez yeah that's it i'm like so scared i even hate when my stomach is a little full and i feel bloated i'm like oh my god but that's once like for me i know if i had someone like us you're obviously a supportive husband it would just make it so much easier and just someone who understands like i know half of the world does it and has babies and forgets and does it again but i'm just like it just scares me oh you should be it's fucking horrendous but i mean <laughs> it no wonder my mother hates me yeah, yeah. What's, i don't know some some women are like just love having kids and really good at it. I've talked to a man. I'm friends with a man. Like, like I'll be in the playground with my one kid struggling, man, like tired. I'm like wrecked. And they've got five and she's pregnant. Yeah. My stepmom has four and she just kept popping them out. I remember when, I don't know if it was my sister, we were sitting on the couch and she was pregnant with my sister and she goes, Oh, I'm going to have a, I'm going to have the baby now. And I'm like, what the fuck do you want me to do about that? Like, I was like, because my dad. And anyway, yeah. She's freeze, just so like comfortable. Uh, back like... cook and freeze it before the baby. Like, how can I help with that? You know, and, uh, have you dreamt of being pregnant or having a baby? No. Ever? No, no. I don't even have like a huge uh, want in me, but I think it's because more, I think I will when I meet the right person, but I just, I haven't had a serious relation, a proper serious relationship in like seven years. So uh i just i think maybe if i met the right person then maybe i'll think about it more but it's like it's it's like thinking about buying a house when you have no money like right now i just think about paying rent so do you think that if you had it you were in a relationship this podcast probably wouldn't exist or it'd be completely it'd be something else because different because have you found that like people that like uh on the dating scene and that like can talk about that but no one wants to hear someone just banging on about them and their partner that they've been here forever you know what i mean it's gross yeah i don't know i'd say there'd be more interviews with like success experts and stuff but like yeah it'd be something different because this is what i found especially um but this is total stereotypes and there's every, every rule is broken but uh especially with guys and girls dating right if if the 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 l bomb is dropped like if 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 a woman tells her friends he told me he loved me and I told him he loved me back. Oh my God. Ah! And then they like want to know everything. 
they go, oh, tell me, how do you say it? What do you do? Um, and then, is there any plans for engagement? Or, do, you know, questions, questions. Oh, what happened? What happened? Oh, whatever. If a guy comes into his mates and goes, um, uh, I told her I loved her and she loves me back, the guys are just like, well, we can't talk about her anymore. It's the opposite. Completely. They're like, we, we can't talk about her. What does that even mean? Well, you know, it's just like, well, you know, you're. we're not going to talk about you having sex or... Oh, because now she's like a respected partner. Yes, I yeah, understand. Yeah, no. It's not like, you oh, you're buying her missing. alleyway girl anymore, by the way. You, know, you can't what? Kelly. You can't call her alleyway girl anymore. Her name is Kelly. <laughs> you know? <laughs> that is so funny. That's my. Do, do you think, do you think that's, that's a, that's like a, a it's a general statement, but do you think there might be some truth in that? Like, men oh, like, yeah, yeah. Because in general, women just talk about uh, wanting feelings, feelings more. Real yeah. things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We definitely know how to talk about our feelings more, and men are like, I can't. Sometimes that's better. I mean, maybe it's because of the, the comedian side of us, but, like, that's good for material. Like, uh, uh, relationships and people, and that's good for material. Have you heard what guys talk about, man? Like, especially, like... Dads stand around talking about the the best way to drive to work. Take this intersection and then this way. And you go, I don't want to talk about that, man. No, no. I don't want to talk about that. No, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Talk about yeah. people and how they've messed up and how they've done well and how you know what they want and what they got and you know. Yeah, people are so interesting. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. are facts, but only if, you know for a quiz and then you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, like, and even when I say about like guys talking about their emotional problems, like, it's totally fine to be like, oh, like this happened or this happened or even this happened with my ex. But it's more when they're like, yeah, and I had like suicidal thoughts and you're like, fuck, I'm not qualified to give you advice right now. And I don't even know your last name. And on a first date, would they say? Oh, so I've sorry. had guys, I've had, what? I had one guy on a first date. This is years ago now. This is fucking, I just come over to jesus i've had some bad first dates i think i have a dating addiction though I, i'm non-stop so um but you know i just want to find love and it's fucking impossible it's impossible i don't know why i can't but anyway um i had one date with a guy and years ago and he told me about how he had a serious illness and um, i won't say what the illness is but like a life-threatening illness he was he was talking about that and it was like really sad but then he talked about how a family member had killed themselves and then he talked about his own dark thoughts and how his ex-girlfriend had cheated on him and this is all over maybe two pints and i was like fuck my fucking life what is going on um i'm not a therapist i thought you want wanted to get to know me and like me and stuff good lord yeah and i had another date where a guy i don't know if i spoke about this on the podcast i definitely did on the patreon but like He's really handsome. He left his number on on a receipt at my old job. And sure, we go out for a day after a show. But he just fucking started talking about how, like, Jesus is real. And he just wants Jesus. And he just wants to go to heaven one day. And um, sex is immoral. It shouldn't be done for reproduction. Like, And this is all, again, over one pint. I couldn't believe my ears. I, I And I was, like, in a pew in one of these shitty Brooklyn chairs. Like, the briars are all made. Like, it's all, like, pews and, like random chairs so I was kind of trapped between that and the table and because the pew had like I couldn't slide out and I was just like what is going on it was so crazy but I think maybe he was having a mental breakdown and maybe I was just the first person he had talked to since he had moved he'd moved from like a southern state right and then he's like I'm gonna date and I just it's oh, I mean, dating, dating's cheaper than getting a therapist no it is it is that's what Mairead said on the last thing she was like I think it's just because I'm I'm free but like I had another date where the guy um recently enough this is like maybe six or seven months ago I can't remember it was before the DJ but I went out on a date with a guy who was DJ. 
<laughs> pre-dj right yeah um but he he uh he was like following one of my friends and the friend was following back and i never thought of asking but i thought oh he must be like and it was from hinge we did a facetime and everything now after 45 minutes i left the coffee date because he started talking about all the pussy he got when he was in florida why would ever think that's an appropriate conversation to have and then see you later it's a good warning so that's one of those red flags you might tell you about yeah so that was good i got rid of him <laughs> he even messaged on put, yeah put, I un- you could have seen all that i was in florida and i got all this puss beep, gone yeah i was i said it to him i go oh, i'm sorry i'm gonna have to leave and he was like why 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 and i was like oh look i don't want to hear about all the pussy had i don't know why you would think that's an appropriate first date and i always i keep my voice i was flip, flip it oh man i went to yeah i went to california and so much dick. Oh, oh i had balls everywhere bloody <laughs> Yeah, man. Hey, wait. How, let's do a count. How many? How much pussy do you think you got? Oh, I got way more dick than that. Come on, mate. Up your game. See you later. I am so de- <laughs> I am so depressed of dating. And the thing, the worst is like I have no expectations. I'm very like go with the flow and stuff. But I'm not even getting to a point with these men where I could be like, oh, this is what I expect. If I if that makes sense, because it's just like. What is going on? I said, because my dad, I was asking my dad for advice and I was like, I want to meet someone. I want a relationship. And he was like, don't tell anybody that. And I'm like, why? And he's like, it'll scare any nice man off. Men are very like, just go with the flow, Katie. And I go, I've been well, doing like, we're, we're timid fucking woodland creatures. I yeah. Just... That's different. He's talking about in fucking the middle of back arse nowhere in Ireland, where if I start going out with your man down the road, everybody's going to know he's not going to be going off with 17 other girls. And yeah. it'll just naturally turn into a relationship. You won't even have to say that. You won't have to call, you'll just be each other's girlfriend boyfriend or you won't but it's like so he's taking it from a different perspective but um i said it to him i was like dad i did five months with an architect and then he t- he turned around and was like i i ended it right because he, he and he had said before he went out i need us to be exclusive because of covid and i was like yeah grant and we dated for five months and then at the end i ended it and he goes i'm glad you ended it because i wasn't ready for you to be my girlfriend anyway and i was like i wasn't your girlfriend <laughs> what i said yes to that and he's a nice lad but and then the other the dj three months like, like i said met the friends all of that still wasn't his girlfriend so i said that to my dad and he goes ah but you're dating americans that's your problem and i'm like oh, i don't fucking I'm in america yeah what do you want me to do he goes you need a good irish farmer and i was like well that's very fucking helpful what with me being in new york city thank you yeah, that's great look out for a herd of sheep or you know some cattle wandering about and a guy going come on come on come on come on come on and if I do get an Irish guy, it has to be one that doesn't have any shame or guilt around women talking about sex education and sex stuff. Well, good luck. I know, I'm fucked, Damien. <laughs> <laughs> so fucked. Oh, man. And then, so, and, uh, a first date, like, as, uh, is it a no-no to talk about exes? Um, I think for me it's fine once it's not, like... Uh, like they're clearly still into them. Um, like, oh, and this is something a point I wanted to make back. Well, I you were saying like people get stuff in their head. Like, I'm not a commit. I'm not committed. I'm not a relationship person because they had one bad experience. So, like with the DJ, he kept being like, w- "If we get into a relationship, you'll be like my ex." And I'm like, I'm not her. And I think that's a a, a thing too that sometimes people can like not get rid of whatever happened with their ex-partners and then so they and they do end up talking about it and you're like "Mm," it can be a little uncomfortable especially if you can see that they're still into them that's what i think but if it's like a funny story like i dated this guy in ireland and you know he did this then i think it's fine yeah what do you think i I wouldn't like it it's it's almost like for me for me it's like you know when you do a comedy club or something and they go 
before you've been on, right? So it's just you've just arrived there, like, oh, this comedian was here last week and was amazing. Blew the roof. Standing, standing ovation, two encores, and another stand ovation, and then like, anyway, have fun. You go, nah, like, how, how now I've got that in my head. How can I like unless. I get two standing ovations and encore. Like I'm not going to be happy with that. So if they're, you're right. If it's a funny story, yes. If they're, if they're talking about how they're still hung up about someone or they're still, <laughs> then I would be, nah, man, that's horrible. Like how was this? Um, my uh, first girlfriend, Rebecca, was, um, she was always, she was still best mates with her ex. That's weird. No, nope. she went out for a year beforehand, and he had one of those moustaches that was like the Ronnie, <laughs> the that real hot. You know, like, and she'd see him all the time, and I was so jealous in that. And I, I don't blame you. I've never been a jealous person because trust is a thing, but I just didn't. I was like, why are you always seeing this guy? I wouldn't like that either. No, it'd make me very uncomfortable, and then I'd have to pretend that I'm okay with it, which would cause me a lot of stress. I'd be like, I'm fine, and then I'd probably be having like an aneurysm, you know. She got like there was this dude that she went to college with, and he was like way tall. He looked like the dude from Nickelback. <laughs> The big long hair, wavy, and the beard, and that, and like they were always hanging out, and of course they ended up bloody. He tried it on with her, and I was like, "What do you expect? You're bloody hanging out with him?" I know. He's like, "Yeah, I've told him I got a boyfriend." I'm like, "What does that even mean? No one gives a bollocks." No, especially men. Nobody nineteen. Nobody gives a shit. Actually, yeah, nobody gives a shit. It's not their responsibility. It's your responsibility. The person in the relationship. Yeah, not that at all, man. And so, how do you? That's when it's when it's when it's part of your life. When it's affecting you now, then like keep like deal with deal with your stuff. My word recently is processing. Everyone's got to process everything, you know. Whether if you drop your pen, you can process that pretty quick. Oh, I dropped my pen. <laughs> you know, if you go through a breakup, you'll be you'll be processing that for a long time. Yeah. And the the younger you are, the longer it takes to process. Yeah. I think, and like the older you are, the less time because you, you know you know you're running out of time. You don't give a bollocks. You've lived stuff. You know, there's bigger things in life. Your first breakup is just like the world's going to end. Yeah. But if you had the same breakup when you were in your 60s, you'd be like, ah. It's fine. Plenty of questions, <laughs> eh? Um, like, so ah. do, you, do, you think, do you think you can be friends with someone that you've been sleeping with or seeing or dating or exes? Do you or think friends that... with benefits. Or even friends with benefits. Yeah. Do you think they could be friends afterwards when there's no benefits? I, I mean, actually, do you think you can be friends with someone you had feelings with? Then when they're like, let's be friends, do you think that's possible? Uh, it's probably possible, but I, I couldn't do it, no. It's a little weird, yeah. I but, think I, yeah. I've had people messaging and be like, well, I'm still best yeah, friends. What? Would you? Would you, though? Um, no, I usually cut them off in, like, a nice way. I just go, best look at everything, and I kind of do the owl. Nah, it'd be too painful. Yeah, I'm. But I haven't. Why? Why? Like, it's like stringing you along. If it's a, if you really like them and they're not, it's not going to ever happen. They're just like get out of there, move, go, go to another country, learn a language, meet someone else. I know that's what I feel. I might cut this out for the for the podcast and keep it for the Patreon. But so with the British guy, he was like, I really want to be mates because I'm just not ready for anything right now. And I was like, Yeah, cool, like whatever. And since then, like he's fucking texting me the past three days in a row, checking in on me, seeing how I am, like just on my Instagram, but I'm also like, pal, my friends don't talk to me that much. Yeah. It's like, what don't are you doing? That. Give me the space. Don't even, don't even, yeah, don't even respond. 
I know it's hard because I do think he's like a like fun and stuff but it's but then the other thing is like I have enough friends and I fancy him so it's it's just weird when, if, if you you think he'd just be like I'll give her space and we can be friends then in the future what what are they playing at because if they what is playing at if, if they don't want a relationship why they can and they know you, yeah. you've told them already they're going I do but we have to end it then what, why are they stringing along like just in case they, just in case as a backup in case of emergency, break glass because Katie's behind it. Exactly. Like, my dad was like, you're not a last-minute option. <laughs> but, like, that's the thing because it's not – I didn't even ask for a relationship. I just said, I need more time to plan out my weekends. And he was like, I can't do that. And I was like, that's fine. So we ended it. But then since then, he's checked up on me, like, the last three days in a row, he was texting me on my Instagram stories and, like, chatting away to me. And I'm, And then today I was like, oh, if you fucking text me again, that'll be the fourth day in a row. I'll have to say something. I'll have to be like – I don't know and then he's like liking all my posts and the liking the posts is fine but it's like also like give me a bit of space like I'm I I'm scrolling man. like yeah just yeah I definitely think it's like he's like oh I'm not ready now but I'll just stay in contact with her for when I am or if I don't find anything better which is even more offensive or yeah. it's like oh you love my personality enough to talk to me every day now I'm now I'm like thinking about my looks and stuff which I'm sure it's not that but you know he you just give people space it's like the nice thing to do right yeah yeah for sure for, for him as well i know what's like, he doing he sent a kiss in one of the messages i was like what are you doing yeah man you stop stop sending them exes because like he said no to that so you've got to stick to it yeah i think what i'll do my, my one of my girlfriends she's very like cold she was like you just need to heart it and ignore it but i think i might send him a voice message and just be like look i know i said we'd be mates but my mates don't talk to me every day and we just ended last week and you know that i have feelings for you so just let me get over my crush and in the future we can be pally yeah that's a good idea voice is good. No, yeah don't do that in a text voice note is a very good you idea. have to because i want him to know that it's not like i'm not angry but it's just putting in boundaries yeah Good, good on voice notes and you know we, people used to always hate leaving messages on answering machines but we're getting better at it now because voice notes are great because you can hear your voice they're quicker and they take up more space on your whatsapp my whatsapp's always full I'm like, oh. oh my god my whatsapp i was like why is this six gigabyte what's going on why is it full it doesn't exist it's not it's not actual physical you can't hold a message and it doesn't weigh anything like why is it full a gigabyte shouldn't be anything we we uh, we should wrap this up soon. How we'll was a motherboard getting full of these little rocks of messages? I don't know. Like, well, it's the same with my laptop. I it was like it says there's ten gigabytes of mail being used, and I don't even have the mail connected to my laptop. I don't. Well, ha- I tried to delete all that and like delete your cachets. What the hell's a cachet? I deleted it all. It's still full. I'm like, oh, what is gone? What I don't gone? know. I, I I literally. I think I think my computer is a is a secret eater. You should do a, not to be annoying and say you should do a bit about that, but you should do a bit about that because where is it getting it's literally you're it's a, it is it's a secret eater, you're so right. It's like a little get it. like it says, you know, this other that's this huge gray margin. What is this other? It's just but it's like 50 gigabytes. What's going yeah. on? My other is massive, and like you know, I can't I'm trying to edit a video. There's no space to even have the new video that's only two gigs. I'm like, this computer's supposed to be holding a terabyte. Like, where what? It's, secret it's eater ridiculous i'm sick of the secret and whatsapp is always shutting down in the middle of something because it's full I know my and i'm like what's that <laughs> worst joke of the- sorry i had to do that <laughs> what's that is that why they named it what's that that sucks yeah um can i ask you before we go do you have any advice to- for 
I people wanting to have kids as a dad even? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just dive in. Like it's never, it's never a good time. You'll never have enough money. You'll never have a, you know, whatever. But just because if you're, if you and your partner are both, if you both like, let's have a kid, then that's, yeah. But then you, you know, talk about it. It's like let's have a kid in five years. All right, so that. You know, mm. let's have a kid. You know, you know, just, um, just give it a shot. How did you find you it might, with comedy? What's that? Sorry, what were you gonna say? Oh yeah, like because you might have one, you might not. You might have twins. You might have contraplets. Is that a word? You fuck that. You, you might, oh, you, fuck you, that. I'd give tree back. Real, it's it's nature is is the like what's funny is like lazy sperm. I'm, I'm like you know I'm lazy, but I like lazy sperm. I'm pretty sure I would have had it or did, but like it only you can all your sperm could be just sitting in your testes, just like nah, I don't want to like eating pizza or whatever, watching Netflix. <laughs> Ah, I'll get a job like playing PlayStation or something with a headset. Yeah, I don't want to, you know. I'm play, there's a scrotum down the road. I'm playing fucking Fortnite, you know. <laughs> but it only takes one sperm to be like, oh, I'll see what's going on, you yeah, know. Just one. Just That's takes mad. one. And um, did, did you find it okay with doing comedy at night? Well, I guess does your partner, does she have a day job? Yeah. So that kind of uh, worked well. Yeah, but what, I mean, obviously I had a kid for the material. That's why we do anything. That's why I'm dating all these psychos. Like it has to be. Why else am I ignoring the red flags? Because I'm like, well, I get a story. Because it's making you who you are. You can have so many stories. It's yeah. the, the podcast that you know. It's comedy, and then the the one they always say the one. You might have the one. You might have the two in separate times. You know, you might have the three. You know, babies. Everyone, everyone has everyone has the uh, the the one for that time, you know, for that particular time. So some, some people have the one for their whole life. Some people have the one for- The one what, baby? The one person, sorry. The one like lover, I guess. Oh, but you could have multiple- The, the, the one in, in the way that like Shania Twain is talking. Sorry, it went from child chat to partner chat. Yeah. And I'll come back to child chat. But uh, yeah, sometimes it'd be like, oh, we were meant to be together for, you know, this period of time. And then it fizzles out or, you know, it just, they just become different people or whatever. And so, you're supposed to have lots of like you're supposed to have lots of dates for material because that's like you know and then one day you'll be like all right now now i'm really you know you know it's some someone will come along and you're like oh yeah now on to the next phase or the next then the next chapter or whatever but you won't know until but it's yes i don't take it anything personally obviously like for for anything you know (laughs) And um, <laughs> that's the best life advice. I feel like that for me in the pandemic was like a great thing to learn. Uh, or maybe it was just turning 30. I don't know. But I literally don't take anything personally now. And it's like so much nicer because you're just like, you can literally just be like, ah, they're just dealing with the pandemic. It's not me. Yeah. Because everyone's got their own thing. Yeah. And everybody's just in their own head. They're actually too, most people are too self absorbed anyway to really care about yeah. what you're doing or be affected yeah. by it. So once you realize yeah, that. Themselves. Yeah, yeah. They're totally, but people are thinking about themselves more than you. So they yeah. don't even, they, the whole time, like I'm always like, I'm overthinking things going, well, like I haven't heard back from like that club. So, you know, so now, yes. you know, and so does that mean I sucked or I thought it was good and like even Zoom gigs, I'm messaging people after going, was that okay? You know, cause you don't, you can see them sort of laughing at it, but you can't, you don't feel it. You don't feel it. 
Yeah, so yeah, like yeah. I need reassurance because you know that's why we do this. You know, low self-esteem. I'm like, I know yeah. I love reassurance. That's why I got to. I want to date someone who gives me compliments. I'm like, <laughs> I, I can't ha- deal with them even having a little critique because I'm like, M- you should hear the voices in my head. Okay. <laughs> yeah. This is this what you know how they say uh, you're your own worst critic. Oh, that's sort of true, but no, nah, I've had audiences that hate me way more than I help them. <laughs> like I've. <laughs> I love being on stage. I haven't. Bo- I've never booed myself off stage. They no, that. that's true. I love. I do, and I love what I do. And I love the older and the longer you do it, the more you're like, ah, it's okay. That wasn't a great gig. You'll, you'll do better next time. You'll fix that. Whatever. But yeah, the worst gig I ever did was in Dublin, and a, a Dublin lad literally just. I thought, I'm gonna quit. I was on stage, girl. This isn't fucking worth it. But I did the whole set anyway, and then I didn't quit. That was like five years ago. So. Do you know what I find fascinating about like stand-up, right? Say you're a musician and people don't like like it, you can still play or sing or you know. There's been say I'm you know doing this twenty odd years, whatever. Something on stage, no one's like it's like it's like I've never done any of it. You know how can you be how can you be doing something for so long, like for years, like us we've been doing it years, and then you get you you do a gig and then you go on. It's like I've never done. They are not on board at all. And then it just feels like you've done, like I could have never done any comedy and got up and died my ass. Well, I think it's because it's also because, so with music, you can just listen to it and not really, comedy, you have to pay attention and react. And just the way comedy is, it's just not everybody's going to be your audience. And that's it. Like I, I know I went and did a show for like all these old white people once and I did a story about the pill. And I mean, I couldn't have turned them more. You know, it was I lost them. It was gone. They were like woman talking about the pill. They were all old, white haired, white yeah. Americans, you know, yeah, upstate. And this was a few years ago, but I remember I still remember it going. Oh, that was a bad move, Katie. <laughs> yeah. They were, they were my people. Saying it. I better talk about guns or something. Get them back. Oh, yeah. Pow, pow, pow. Um, and I all those pills and my gun and I was holding my Bible. And I'm I know it's not the Bible belt, but I'm just I was just stereotyping there. no but you are right it is like it is or yeah or yeah you could just have like an off day or something or something could happen or yeah I don't know yeah you could be having like 10 killer shows and then yeah and it's funny because like you could be doing the exact same sort of thing and sometimes I I like the 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 gigs where they're not laughing I like that even more sometimes and like luckily they're it's few and far between but they're the ones that sort of stick out because they're the ones you really learn from right you do yeah 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 exactly one and like when they haven't last laughed in the first few minutes you're like right this is just for me now so you're just doing it's almost uh that's that's my therapy instead of going on a date and launching out my fears and anxieties do that to a group of people that hate your guts and it's 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 amazing where your brain goes to find the funny in that and it'll happen and sometimes the best humor comes from somewhere dark and then i'll be i'll be like this is like i'm trying out all this brainy stuff digging deep and then you try what you came up with the people that don't like it to a crowd that are into the just the night and how things are going and it rips and then you're like my instinct was right they just weren't into it you know and it's, there's something reassuring about that. You're like, I knew, I knew that there was, there was funny in that. I knew there was funny in it. Yeah, and they're also, they're like audiences. I'd love if there was like a science experiment on it because they're, they, they're not one person. They're, they're, I mean, sorry, they are one person, but they're 50 people as one all of a sudden. It's like they share a consciousness all of a sudden. Yeah, so yeah. If, if you're not, 
Yeah. Like say say you say you're 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 your comic another comic's on. You've walked in halfway through the set. It could be it could be during a during a setup, so there's no actual laughs yet. But you walk in and you can just feel the vibe. You know if they're into it or not. Yeah. You feel it straight away. And you, they're you and they're they're like, they're not like you never have it where it's too too far apart. Like ones you're killing with one and like the other if if one isn't laughing i feel like there might be another part that would think you're funny but they'll kind of keep it a little shush now they won't just be keep it's kind of like they'll all kind of go with the letting you bomb does that yeah. make sense yeah they love like, it yeah because they're like let's it's like the um the mob mentality mob mentality that's what i was trying to say yeah so if you get if you get like one table killing then it'll spread but if you get kind of well, that that kind of contradicts what I said, but you know what I no, mean. Because um, if there's a couple of really good laughers in there, that can spread, and then everybody's. That really helps if there's some good laughers. But then there's like, do you ever get like a weird laugher? Um, where then it can kind of throw people. They're like looking at them, like, "What the fuck's wrong with their laugh?" Yeah, and you're like, "Oh, yeah, okay. throws everything." And it's almost like you're looking at them, going, "Um, did you just did you just learn to laugh?" Yeah. Like it's like laughing. Everybody else are like, get out, get out of here, because then they can't think about what you're saying. Like they just listen to this mad. I know there was this because there was this comedian. She doesn't do it anymore, but she would she would always go and watch the shows, even though she wasn't booked on the shows. And she had this laugh that sounded like a dolphin noise. And so it really, I I I was like, we were all like, she can't come to the shows. <laughs> like we didn't say that, but it was like her the dolphin laugh. And it was so loud, was distracting from whoever was on stage. People would be just turning around looking for it. And it was like how she didn't, how she wasn't aware of that is mental to me. Hey, like, can't you hear yourself? <laughs> like, when you see other people turning around and looking at you, you might be the problem. Like, it might be yeah. something going on. Have you ever, like, have you ever uh, been on stage and got, got someone asking out from that, from just seeing you and being there? Yeah, yeah. I've gotten most of my heckles are guys being like, "Give me your number," or I'm like, "Okay, oh, well." Again. Yeah, no, like that's just they're always pigs. I don't like. Not that they're they're probably nice guys, but I, you know, I'm not gonna go out with a guy who's interrupted me doing my what I love. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, then, and then would you have you dated anyone from the mm, north? Well, I dated a guy for two months, and he saw me at a gig three years ago um and he's been following me since and he messaged me and I went I dated him but he kind of had me on a bit of a pedestal and he'd been following my Instagram for so long so I think in his head he was dating this girl superstar then then not superstar but the girl that's on the internet is not the actual girl in real life like it's a mate it's nearly it's pretty close but it's still even if you meet someone online and you don't meet them you have a perception of them you know how they talk you know like or whatever and so he just had a different perception of me yeah but like the podcast isn't you like eating watching tv yeah yeah (laughs) yeah and he was like buying me things all the time and i don't actually like i don't need that i need like quality time and i just wanted to have the crack and he didn't really want he just wasn't he wasn't crack that was it he's shy crack he, he like yeah. he he got very emotional a couple of times and I'm not the best to handle that when I don't know the person that well so I'm <laughs> well I don't know if I should share this now but he uh so I might cut it out for the real podcast but or maybe I'm okay. sure it's fine I'm sure it's fine but <laughs> he, he got emotional like very emotional if you know what I mean like well, there were, he cried and I didn't know what to do because I'm just not used to that a dude that you don't know that very well cry 
Yeah, sure. I don't even cry. Like I cry in the shower sometimes. Like that's probably the yeah, like I'm a fucking Irish woman. What was he thinking? And so he started crying and I got such a fright. I was like, oh, uh, let me get you whiskey. And I just like went and got a whiskey. And he was like, oh, sorry. I'm just like, because I guess we were talking about like his 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 relationship with his parents, which was quite. Oh, like, I knew it. I was going to guess. Traumatic. That is a, a, a cry trigger for people. Yeah, and he just got overwhelmed. And so in fairness to him, I didn't stop dating him because of it. I just was like, I I'm just. Childish and immature. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm just going to pretend that didn't happen. I was um, like, baby. I, I've seen you cry early on and we can't go. Yeah. I, I know. I was uh, like, we all, love our, we all love our parents, mate. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's just, whew, it was a lot. Um, but, but I had also experienced a lot of that here. A lot of these kind of, um, yeah. What do, you think, do you think American men are more in touch with their emotions? Yeah. And it's nearly to their detriment. Or like, like think about it too much and be like. I think so. I think so. I think they're. I think Why Irish. I don't know. TV or. Um, but it's it's like? women too, you know. Like I'll have some friends who'll be like saying they're going to therapy, and they'll tell. Like I remember I had a friend just telling me what you're saying to the therapist, and I remember thinking just cut out the middleman. Like she had a problem with a boyfriend she was dating at the time, but like she should have just spoke to him about it. I don't know why she was paying. You know, and she had a problem with one of her friends. And again, she was like, oh, and the therapist was saying this. And I was like, I think you should just ask the friend because nobody knows. Even a therapist doesn't know this friend. Just talk yeah, to your friend. You, you go to the therapist to deal with stuff that went through, through your childhood. Yeah, and that. some fucked like, up not, shit. That's what they're trained for. They're not trained in Sharon. They're yeah. trained in people's brains and getting, you know, growing up and processing. Word of the day, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, yeah. And also as well, I must say that I... I'm only my so if I if I were a scientist, my sample size of Americans is um kind of I probably was a bit attracted to like a bit like I like helping people, so there probably is an element of me being part of the problem. So I'm sure there's great American guys who a have a nine to five job because I you know I met a lot of these guys after shows as well or in or in bartending because I was bartending too. So I'm sure there's lovely normal Americans who just work nine to five and live like a normal weekend life. But sure, I'm not gonna fucking see them. You know, no, I only people crying into their whiskey at a bar. Yeah, yeah. I only fucking met the because the the scary guy who didn't believe in space. I met him from the bar. I dated an alcoholic, but I met him from the bar. I yeah. dated um the DJ. Now I met online, but like I should have known. You know, it said DJ. That was like yeah. fucking huge red flag. And then the the uh, architect and the British guy who were both lovely. Um, uh, just didn't want commitment or whatever. Those boat i met online whereas i wouldn't have met them in the real world because the real world we're doing gigs every night i bartending any other night i have off i'm not meeting people yeah so my sample size i i could go yeah all these americans are crybaby lunatics but it's like no i just i'm meeting like guys that in, in the middle of the night i'm not able to go i'm not able to go for your fucking brunch on a sunday usually because yeah. i'm working at the bar yeah yeah you should go to um you know those like game workshops where they play Dungeons and Dragons all night. Get me a geek. Oh, mate, geeks are the best. Okay, I'll do that. Well, I mean, you know, obviously ones that you like. I'm also thinking I should just actually hide what I do and my uh, my uh, my Instagram for maybe as long as possible. <laughs> maybe I should. Do, maybe I've been Good. doing it wrong. Just say, just give us give. I'm a nurse. Uh, give yourself a fake last name for a while. So they can't Google you. Right. Well, they can't. Any they can't Google me anyway. Oh, you know, I was even thinking I should have never used my real name for comedy anyway, because um, I just wish your age. Yeah, I just wish I'd used my Irish name, because even thinking like, you know, when they do 
when the lads do ask for your last name and stuff and you don't want to be lying but say yeah. it's O'Boyle say it's O'Boyle I might just say it's Nivuela which is my Irish they'll never be able to spell that they can't Google it and then six months later I'll be like by the way I talk about sex I talk yeah. about where the clitoris is I <laughs> yeah do that no but Thank they're not so... like like Sandy didn't I didn't tell her I was do, I did stand you didn't nah like her she found out from a friend Oh, yeah, but you see, it's different because it's all over my fucking Instagram. Yeah, see, I was lucky because Instagram didn't exist in 2001. Well, here, I should let you go because we've rambled on. We've gone on there for quite some time. Thanks so much for doing it. Hey, pleasure. I don't even know if I answered any actual questions that you wanted to know. (laughs) No, well, you did because, well, it's nice to have someone on who, A, likes monogamy, gave a male's perspective on the saying that you want something that could be potentially serious not just casual and we covered kids from a guy's perspective as well and how even you just saying looking at the vagina because I think I don't think men realize how traumatic it can be for a woman and so you have so much respect for your wife and you've been together so long and the little bit of advice about scheduling sex this is great for the listeners to hear yeah that's that's true it's all it's all like but obviously that's all just my perspective everyone would have a different perspective but well that's it where can people find Oh yeah, that's exactly where. Um, at Damien Clark, D A M I N C L A R K, and TikTok, which is Damien Clark Comic, and then tw- and Twitter and love an extra hundred dollars in your pocket have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by march 31st to get a hundred dollars back instantly because no matter what moves you made last year TurboTax makes them count that means getting 100 back and 100 accurate taxes only from intuit TurboTax. must file by 331 credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service offer can be modified or terminated at any time 